What's up, Kingdom Builder? Welcome back. We are in the middle of a Bible study called Why is Easter? Why has that changed everything for the entrepreneur? This is part four, and we're going to be talking about letting the Holy Spirit lead. And do me a favor, if you've missed out on any of the previous parts to this, uh, subscribe to the Kingdom Builders podcast on your favorite podcast channel or on YouTube like this. Rate, review, share, do all that type of cool thing so we can get this out there as well, too. Um, but I wonder, at the time that we are doing this conversation, we are two days away from Easter. And I think about the gravity of what Jesus did on the cross. And of course, besides saving the world, I believe that Jesus came and he gave an even more incredible gift first himself and then in the form of the holy spirit in god himself and if you've seen the other parts of the series what's powerful is that when jesus left he said that it's better for me to leave so that i can send you the helper and kingdom builder i wonder if you're like me and you need help <laughs> put a me in the comments if you're like i need all the help that i can get in fact, I don't know if you relate to anyone in particular in the Bible, but for me, straight up, I feel like a Peter. And uh, Peter was somebody that prior to um, the Holy Spirit being, being sent into the world was a person that kind of acted before he thought. Um, one moment he was on fire, another moment he was just totally off. Right. And if you go through, let me go through some verses here. Luke chapter 22. Many of you probably know this part to his story. It wasn't his most glorious moment. Right before Peter denies Jesus, actually, Peter is praised by Jesus saying, hey, wow, you got this revelation, not from you. You got this because of God. So he's praised. And right afterwards, Luke chapter 22. Now they arrested him. This is Jesus, led him away, brought him to the house of the high priest. But Peter was following at a distance. He was afraid. After they kindled a fire, Peter was sitting among them. And a slave woman, seeing him, said, this man was with him as well. First denial. Peter says, I don't know him, woman. Second denial. Third denial. And at the end of this, Peter said, man, I don't know what you're talking about. And immediately while he was still speaking, a rooster crowed. And then the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had told them before, a rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Kingdom builder, have you ever felt like Peter? You had a great victory. You're a high on life. And then you had a big failure and a big mishap. At the time of this recording, that's how I felt. That's how I feel this morning. It was just like, dang, messed up again. But there is hope. Because why did Easter change everything? You flip forward in the Bible a couple more chapters and you go to the book of Acts. And what happens is in the day of Pentecost, something amazing happens. Pentecost literally just means 50 days. So after Jesus is ascended, it says this, Acts chapter 2, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a noise like a rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house. And tongues that looked like fire appeared to them, distributing themselves. 
and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And the gift comes, the helper comes. And get this, you read further in that second chapter of Acts, and Peter, who just made a big blunder, who just denied Jesus three times and was in fear, gets up in front of 3,000, gets in front of 3,000 people, preaches a sermon that was that was powerful and saves 3,000 people. I mean, wow, in your business, who here would love to have 3,000 new clients in your business? <laughs> this is the same Peter, the same dude that totally, totally failed. And why is this important? Because if we understand who the Holy Spirit is, and if we just let the Holy Spirit lead, imagine the type of power, the type of impact, the type of grace, the type of truth that is going to come into our life. And that's why Easter changed everything for the entrepreneur. Because before Jesus did and paid the price on the cross and before Jesus left and sent the Holy Spirit, we had to rely on just our own power. But if you understand who the Holy Spirit is and you let the Holy Spirit lead in our lives, everything can change for you. Okay, let me read a couple more verses here. Why is this important? Practically. Well, it says in Proverbs 14, 12, this was penned by one of the wisest people in the world, King Solomon. There is a way which seems right to a person, but in the end, it leads to death. Kingdom builder. Have you ever had an idea you thought was a genius idea and it led to a bad situation? Um, like every day. <laughs> so we have to understand that without the empowering of God, without the empowering of the Holy Spirit, the good ideas we think are good are not the best ideas. But if we understand that the Holy Spirit can guide us into all truth, as Jesus said, that he is the source of all truth, that he can give you ideas that only he can think about, like you saw with Peter preaching to the 3,000. Life can be a lot different, but how do you do that? How do you let the Holy Spirit lead? Do you have to pray the right words? Do you have to be holy enough? Nothing crazy like that. Here's a couple of really practical things. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says this, also a pretty popular verse. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but of power and love and discipline. So kingdom builder, do a self-assessment. With you and your business, when you're making a decision, what emotions are there? Is it an emotion of fear? Is it an emotion of desperation? Is it an emotion of just trying to like do everything by your own accord? If it is, then we know that that spirit is not the Holy Spirit. Put a one in the comments if that makes sense. Now, emotions aren't always right, but it's a good pointer. It's a good sign. I have never made a good decision in my life, in my business, when I was in fear or timidity or afraid. Have you? Never. So what do you do? How do you know that you're not letting the Holy Spirit lead? 
you have these emotions that are not of God. God says in his word, fear not, literally 365 times. Did you know that in the Bible? Because we don't have a spirit of fear. That is not the Holy Spirit. So if you're feeling any of those bad feelings, condemnation or shame or guilt or doubt or fear and anxiety and all those things, guess what, kingdom builder? That ain't the Holy Spirit. Okay, but what do you do when you're in those places? Don't rush to make a decision. You saw that Peter, out of fear, denied Jesus. That was not letting the Holy Spirit lead. But then you saw Peter being filled with the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit lead, empowered to speak in front of 3,000 people. That's when you know that's power and love and a sound mind. How do you then allow the Holy Spirit to lead? Well, Philippians has something to say about this. Super practical. So as in Philippians chapter four, verse four, number one, rejoice in the Lord always. So what do we do? How do you start to let the Holy Spirit lead in your life? How do you let him start to lead in your business? The fastest way to break through negative emotion is gratitude. I was on a podcast yesterday and a phrase that I said was this is gratitude is God's frequency. Comment amen if that resonates with you. Gratitude is God's frequency. So how do you break through? Rejoice. Rejoice. Think about, pay attention to the Lord again. Pay attention to God. Look towards him. The saying is that if we look to the world for our solutions, we get stressed. If we look within, we get depressed. But if we look to Jesus, then we feel at rest. So start pointing your attention, right, Ricardo? Start pointing your attention, Sierra, towards God. Look at his word. Put on some worship music. Rest. Chill. Maybe you need to take a nap. I don't know. How do you let the Holy Spirit lead? First, start to look towards him more. Okay. How else do you do it? Well, let's keep on going through Philippians 4, 5, right? Let your gentle spirit be known to all people. The Lord is near. So think, pay attention to the people around you, your loved ones, your teammates, your clients. Do a little self-assessment. Is my spirit gentle right now? Or am I a little stressed and a little rough around the edges? And am I a little bit, have you ever had one of those days? Yours is one of those days, right? You're like, this is a bad day. And you're, that attitude is just not good. Now, hey, this, this kind of convicts me right here because your attitude, we can't just let that be an excuse. If we have a bad attitude, it means that we're not taking ownership. We're not paying attention to the Lord right there. So, hey, kind of take back a little bit, all right? And it's all good. What else do we do to let the Holy Spirit lead? Well, it says in Philippians chapter 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. Okay, so pray about it. How do you let the Holy Spirit lead? Do a little self-assessment. Think, all right, um, I'm not at peace right now. Maybe of a decision that's weighing on you. Maybe of a circumstance that seems impossible. 
maybe a situation or business that was not to your liking, maybe at a rejection, a deal didn't fall through. I've had many of those this week personally. So I'm like, all right, I have a spirit of fear right now. I have a spirit of timidity. It is not of power. It's not of love. Check. That's not good. Okay. Let me start rejoicing again. Put, put on some worship music. Get around godly people. Listen to a sermon. Pray about it. Keep on praying about it. Thank God in advance for what it is that he's doing. And what's going to start to happen is God is going to start to give you peace. It says in Philippians chapter 4, 6, 7, And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Have you ever had that godly peace before? You know that peace that doesn't even make sense because a circumstance is not good? Your paycheck looks bad, and yet you still feel at peace. The deal didn't fall through, and yet you still at peace. That expectation of someone that would say yes and sign up is not good, but you still feel peace. This is not just a normal peace. This is the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension. It's not a situational peace. It's not a circumstantial peace. It is a positional peace. It is an identity peace. It is a peace that understands that no matter what it is that you're going through right now, that God's got it all put together. It is a piece that understands that you don't have to understand what's going on. It is a piece that understands that we are not in control. It is a piece that understands that that is okay, that God's got it. He's providential. He's all-knowing. He works together, all things together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose, who love God. That is a piece. And you're just like, Hey, I could be broke as a joke right now. Hey, I could be, my business could seem like it's plummeting. My plans could seem like it's not going. My goals could seem like it's not working. And yet I trust that God is working this together for ultimately the right purposes. How do you let the Holy Spirit lead? Start to rejoice. Start to pray. Start to thank. And the last thing is this, let's renew our minds. By how? Philippians 4.8 says, finally, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, pure, lovely, commendable, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Start thinking about the truth. Start meditating on peace. Start thinking and putting only the good things in our mind. Stinking thinking, get that out. The only way to replace, to change a thought of shame and guilt and fear is not to cancel it, it's to replace it. And the best place is in God's truth himself. And this is what starts to happen, happen kingdom builder. God starts to change your thoughts. God starts to change your emotions. The Holy Spirit starts to do a work within you. And just like Peter, when he was empowered and filled by the Holy Spirit, and he had a fear and a timidity spirit, all of a sudden, he gets empowered. Let me read through a parts of this in Acts chapter 2. The Holy Spirit comes, and Peter lets the Holy Spirit lead. 
And this is what happens. All right. Let me read how different this is. Peter's sermon. But Peter raised his voice and declared to them, men of Judea and all you who live in Jerusalem know this. For these people are not drunk, but this has been spoken throughout prophet Joel. Homie is citing the book of Joel from memory right here. It shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind. In caps, this is intense. And your sons and daughters will prophesy and your young men will see visions and old men will have dreams. And even on my male and female servants, I will pour out my spirit on those days and they will prophesy. He goes through this whole sermon. And at the end of it, watch this. He preaches such a powerful one that it actually says in Acts 2, verse 38. Watch his call to action. This is called the ultimate presentation right here. Peter said to them, repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And with many other words, he solemnly testified, kept on urging him. So then those who had received this word were baptized. And get this, and that day there were added about 3,000 souls. Wow. Imagine you did a presentation and 3,000 people joined your business. How was that possible? It was not because Peter was amazing. In fact, it was the complete opposite. It was that Peter was not, and yet... He let the Holy Spirit lead. Kingdom builder. Why did Easter change everything for the entrepreneur? Because Jesus left and sent us the Holy Spirit. Who knows all truth, who is truth, that knows all, that can empower you, just like you see with Peter. And if we dare to let the Holy Spirit lead in our lives and our businesses, you're absolutely welcome, Stephanie. Watch. How not only will your business change, watch how the world will change. And I believe as a kingdom builder that you were called to do something amazing. That God's got a call on our lives, but not apart from him. Jesus said, apart from the vine, we can do no thing. Let's do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Let's do all things that the Holy Spirit empowers us to do. And watch how the world changes. So if this encourages you, if it does, if you're not yet already, subscribe to this podcast on YouTube, all the podcast channels, rate, review, subscribe, share, do all that type of stuff so we can get this message out there. If you'd like some more information on how you can get involved in this, check out the links below and everything. But with that said, I'll be concluding this lesson on why Easter changed everything. If you missed the other ones, go back to the previous ones as a five-part series. To God be the glory and happy Good Friday. On that kingdom builder, talk soon. Be blessed. Bye-bye.